Welcome to episode 257 of the TDR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks and Universal parks here in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, and we're coming to you from Japan. You can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. Also, all over social media under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is... What am I doing? I really don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. (laughs) I just... My mind went blank. Um, Joining, as always, is the wonderful Patricia. Hey, guys. I'm Trish. I take photos. I'm, I'm the one drinking a nice coffee the size of my head. Why? Uh, you know, I I found my Starbucks, like, Disney cup from America, like, from when they first came out. And it's, oh. a, it's what, what do you call, like, the biggest American size? Is it Trenti or something Trent, like that? Trenta, I think. Trenta. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to make a giant iced coffee. And I drank it all. And then I made another one. And I, I used, like, the Lion coffee. I did a mix of, like, coconut and oh, chocolate macadamia. That's so good. It's amazing. It's like the best thing ever. But now I'm like super hyper. So hopefully everything works out. (laughs) Maybe I can't sleep tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I was just thinking like it's 10 o'clock at night. What are you doing drinking a Trenta coffee? (laughs) Mistakes were made. (laughs) Oops. Well, that's okay. (laughs) Well, today we're going to be talking about the Toy Story Hotel again because you got to stay there. Yeah. So we're going to get. We're going to get your opinion on it, which is good. It's good to have two different opinions because what I like doesn't necessarily mean that you'll like it and vice versa. It's always good to get a different perspective. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. If you missed our first episode, what was it? Episode 255? Yeah, 255 was uh, the Toy Story, the initial Toy Story Hotel episode. So if you want to listen to that one as well to get my thoughts on the hotel. Because this episode, it's all about you, Trish. <laughs> You're going to give what? us all your opinions on the hotel. <laughs> I liked it. I had a fun time. And that's the show, everyone. Thank you. No, the end. <laughs> Bye. The end. It was good. Because we, we tour a little bit different. So we encountered some things that we didn't talk about in the previous podcast, which I think are actually pretty important for people staying there, especially international people. So I think it's some things are maybe important to listen for. Oh, that's good to know. Because, yeah, I definitely do miss things. I don't see, like, there's no way for me to cover everything. No, you everything. can't catch everything. It's yeah, impossible. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. It's not going to happen. But before we get into that, I want to remind our wonderful explorers about our Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash tdrnow, where you can pledge and help support the show. And one of our perks is the $2 level, where you get early access to our episodes. So you get them before they come out publicly to everybody else. So if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Okay, Toy Story Hotel. All right. Man, you have like a novel here of notes. <laughs> what? I take notes whenever I travel. Like this is like a weird thing that I do, whether it's like a local hotel or when I, okay, no, you don't want to go traveling with me because before I go places, I have like, this is why I do bullet journaling because I write pages and pages and pages of notes. And then before I leave on the trip, I finalize it. But like, this is a local hotel, so I didn't do any of that. (laughs) But I did write notes while I was staying there, like just like little things, jotting it down just to keep in mind for later or if we ever come back again or something like that. Right, right. Oh, man. Okay, where do we start? I guess we should start with getting there. We talked about this before. You pretty much, the the easiest way to get there is by monorail. A two-day pass, pretty affordable, 850 yen. You can use it unlimited for two days. If you need to go back to pick up your luggage at night after going to the parks, the set, like the whatever is your last day is, you can do that. Um, You can buy more days than that. But like we did only one night. So we did a two day pass and it worked out well. I mean, the boys like to do the monorail on the weekend anyway. So it's not a big deal. I do wish there was hotel transportation, but it's fine. One thing I would like to see in the future is for there to be a traffic light for crossing the street to get to the hotel, especially for nighttime, but it's not, it's pretty manageable during the day. And then if you're taking a taxi, you can, we did make sure about this, you can take a taxi up to the hotel, that's not an issue. And if you want to leave by taxi, the front desk can call for it, or you can also arrange your own taxi if you have a taxi service on your phone. So it's actually pretty easy. Funny story, we went, uh, three of us, 
And the child had school the next day. So he had to check all the monorail times for leaving. And if you are curious about the monorail times, they open at 6.30 and they close at 11.30 p.m. And he forgot his school shoes at home. So he had to take a taxi back home to go get it. And he was going to come back by bus. And it was a huge ordeal. He had to end up coming back by taxi because the buses stopped running. But everything worked out. So we figured out the taxi thing through that. And um, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I think getting there is, yeah, super simple. Super simple. Just get on the monorail across the street and you're fine. You can't miss the hotel, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it's the Bayside Station, right? And it's like directly across from where you get off. So it's totally easy, easy peasy. Yeah, absolutely no way to miss it. I have a question about uh, for you. When you checked in, what time did you check in at? I got in line around 2.30. Because okay. I noticed how, people were lining up. <laughs> how big was the line when you at two thirty? Not too bad. It wasn't too okay. bad. I think right in front of the check-in counter, they have like it's kind of like that zigzag right there. I think uh-huh. it goes back like maybe two times. That's where I was, like when I got in line. So I was did like they, near the end of that. Did they let you check in right away at two thirty, or did you have to wait until three o'clock? Or they started doing it, I think, around two forty-five. Okay. When they started doing it, if I remember correctly. We got there pretty much at three on the dot, and it was a madhouse. Oh, no. The line went all the way past the restaurant and started winding back again. And there was children screaming and children laughing and all kinds of stuff was happening. So we told the child to sit down with his Starbucks and we got in line. I would really, really recommend like to do either what you did to get there around 2.30 or get there at 4 and you don't have to wait at all. There is no line by 4 o'clock. Huh. I wonder if that's going to be a consistent problem right at 3 You know, this is a funny thing because I was talking to my husband and I'm like, we've never, I've never experienced this at the Disney hotels before. And he's like, no, it's the same at all the hotels. And I'm like, is it that we always come early? And you know what I think it is? I think what it is, is that we probably get there early, leave the luggage and go do something and then come back later. And the luggage is already in the room or something like that. Or or, I don't know what we would do or, or we just check in later. But I had never experienced that before, and it was just like insanity. So just so that you can avoid it, four o'clock, zero issues, super quick, much quieter because people are dispersing, and I think it would just be a much easier experience. Yeah, I think at the at the deluxe hotels, at least, you don't really stand in line to check in. Thank you. That's what I said, and he's like, "No, it's the same," and I'm like, "I don't think so." No, you don't. Like the the ambassador the miracosa and the disneyland you wait in the lobby and they come Mm -hmm. and call your name yes thank you that's what i told him because you know what he never checks in that's why because i'm like i don't remember experiencing (laughs) this at the other hotels and he's like it's the same and i'm like i don't think so i would have remembered that yeah so that makes sense they do have online like you can check in through the app as well but you have to do it through the hotel directly like if you have like jtb you can't oh yeah you guys did that didn't you Mm-hmm. I could have done the online check-in like right, like right through my app without even having to wait in line. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get a key card. But yeah, in the end, yeah. in the end, they didn't give me a key card. They just did it on my phone. I was like, oh, no! okay. So I could have just not had to wait in line. But <laughs> eh, whatever, lesson learned. You don't get to keep the key card anyway. So it was, yeah. it was just kind of cool having it on your phone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Was yeah, it's, cool. I saw it on somebody else's phone and it looked really cool. I mean, that's probably not going to work if you're a family and you want to like, you know, the kids need to get into the room or something that might oh, not work. True. Well, if you have a phone, if they have a phone, would they be able to do it or no? I don't know. That's a good question. And I don't know if they can do like a mixture, like have, let's say mom and dad have it on their phone, but then they get extra key cards for the kids. I'm not sure. I think probably they can. A good question yeah. I'm probably sure they can. Yeah. We should find out like for the future. Yeah. I was the only person staying in the room. So like, mm. I obviously didn't have that issue. Okay. So We both had very different checking experiences. Yeah. I have a question too. What was the age demographic when you stayed? It was a mixture between, well, because I was there within the first week of it opening. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of people that were clearly fans Uh uh that were there wanting to take like pictures and stuff like that. But it was also, there was a lot of families as well. 
Yeah. So there, there was a, it was a good mix. Yeah, I would say it's it's still similar. I think it's about the same. A lot, a lot of little kids. So if you are somebody who's not used to, for me, I found it delightful because I love seeing little kids freak out. I think it's hilarious. Like whether they're laughing, they're having like a giggle attack or they're in hysterics because they're so tired. They just, you know, they just cry for no reason. I think it's really cute. But if you are not used to kids, I can see this not being your cup of tea. I thought it was really adorable. Yeah, I, I guess it's like it's kind of it's it's a family hotel, right? So There's a lot of kids there. Yeah, that's fair. That that is fair. I I, I can see that. Let's see. Uh, also, a check in. Oh, a check in. Okay, so this is really funny. They wanted us to. They they were telling everybody in the line to like check out the Toy Story Hotel app, and I'm like, okay. So we checked it out and it was really weird because it was like promo videos. And I'm like, but we're already staying here. We decided we want to stay. So it was kind of weird. However, and I, I kind of wish the app would have been is they give you the little pamphlet. I think you talked about this before last episode. And the pamphlet itself is really, really helpful. So it gives you different things to check out around the hotel, kind of like a little scavenger hunt. And it gives you tips and advice. And you can get stickers, like little sheriff stickers, like a trainee, and then you get your full sheriff sticker badge. And that I found really, really helpful, like for like finding out all the details around the hotel and different things that you could do, like doing the special wake up call and everything. Hmm. Yeah, I, def- I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> Next time you go, give it a try because it was really cute and super fun. And if we hadn't done it, we wouldn't have done the wake-up call. And the wake-up call is freaking adorable. Yeah, I forgot to do the wake-up call. Like, after I checked out, I, I I remember, I'm like, oh, I forgot to do that. I was going to do that. Yeah. I think it's it's easy to forget because, like, you're, you're there and you're looking around and there's, like, so much to do. Like, for example, we forgot to do the AR photo thing. We had started to do it while we were in line. And then my phone is like, you need permission to use the AR with your camera. And I'm like, oh, I'll do it later. And I totally forgot. And it's probably really, really cute too. But I, I didn't do it. Did, do you know anybody who's done it? or? Uh, no, I don't. I wonder. It must be really cute though. So that's another thing maybe that's really fun to try out. And like while you're going around the hotel, taking lots of pictures, I imagine it's like inserting the characters or things like that, probably. Probably. I, I'd imagine. So yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. So we got to the front of the line and we didn't even need to tell them anything. Uh, We were filling out the little electronic iPad form thingy with the address and everything. And they saw the, that it was my husband's birthday. So they gave him a birthday card, like that's designed for the Toy Story Hotel and a sticker. The sticker is the same as the parks. And it was really nice. Uh, So if you aren't uh, the person checking in, writing your birthday and it is your birthday, you should let them know because it's a really nice touch and you have your birthday sticker ready to go hit the parks when you're going to the theme parks. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. And so I guess, should we talk about the room? Yeah, yeah, let's move up to the room because, yeah, I guess there's not much else to talk about the lobby. Like, we already kind of went over that. Yeah, the de- so I guess, like, really briefly, the decorations, super, super, super cute, both inside and outside. Go explore I think you went into really great detail the first time we recorded. So if you missed that episode, go back and check that because yeah, all those little details, super, super, super cute. And that's why you stay at the hotel, right? Because it's themed to Toy Story and they did a really, really great job. It's like a little mini theme park play area hotel, right? Yeah. I I think we've said this last episode too. Like, this is what a themed hotel should be. It's like a very much an extension of the theme parks. Like, this is the level of theming that we want in, in a hotel. I mean, it, it depends, right? Because, like, I think some people really prefer, like, especially with Toy Story. Like, I can understand enjoying, like, a really playful, like, cutesy approach. But then I also kind of understand, like, kind of like the elevated approach, like in a, a Disney themed hotel but for adults so i can understand both sides and i think they're both yeah. good in their own ways you know what i mean it's nice that we have the option of we have toy story and yeah. we have the mirror costa exactly two very exactly. different experiences and they're both they're both great you know so for the room something that i think is really really important for foreign tourists especially people who are here on a longer stay they're touring around the country 
I know when we go back home, we or when we would come to Japan before we lived here, we would often bring like one full size luggage and then another luggage for souvenirs, right? And I think a lot of people do that. And if you do, and if you're bringing large size luggage, there's no way it's going to fit in your room. Like we were a family of three, we had a tiny little retro luggage and it was fine. But if you have larger luggage or multiple sets of luggage, especially for each person, it's going to be a big issue, I think, especially so the room we stayed in was for four people. So you had the two kind of like single size beds, the underneath bed, under one of the beds, the trundle bed, and then the pull out bed, and then the pillow boxes under one, one, the other bed that had free space under the bed and you could fit like a small luggage there but like that's it like if you had multiple luggage for like four people there's no way it would fit but we have a solution uh and this is something that we usually do on our last day just because we don't want to go to like the station or whatever and find a locker and it's a big hassle we usually just leave it with and this is any hotel in japan with the guest service or with the front desk and we check in the luggage and we pick it up at the end of the day or when we're like going to get on transportation or something like that. So what you could do is bring a smaller luggage for your necessities for while you're staying at the hotel and then leave everything checked in downstairs. Mm, that's a good tip. Right? It frees up space. You don't have to worry about climbing over luggage or anything and it makes things much more organized and easy, I feel. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, if like let like let's say theoretically there's four people in the room, right? Full room. Mm-hmm. And everyone has two or three luggage each. Yeah. Yeah, that room the, the I can definitely see that being an issue <laughs> with space. Especially if yeah, you're starting to lug around like all the souvenirs and stuff that you've been buying. Oh I my can gosh, yeah. See that. Yeah. One thing that I thought was really great and that I always always look for in a hotel room is the amount of USBs and plugs. And I, I thought so they did a really great job. Yes. Yeah. It was like pretty much every, almost every corner of that room, like mm-hmm. the, I guess the, the space that you would be occupying. Yes. There was a USB port close by. Yeah. Even like for the trundle bed, like on the side of the bed, like on the, what is, what is it called? The little bed board. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a weird it's a headboard, but it's in the wall. Yes. Yeah, it's part of the decor. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not an actual headboard. But even there, it's like super easy access. Like I thought that was really well thought out. Yeah, they definitely did some thinking with that. Like, okay, how do people like when they're laying in bed, you know, people plug in their phone and you know, okay, so if there's someone laying in the trundle bed, they're gonna have to plug in their device. So how do we mm-hmm. do this? Yeah, I really, really appreciated that point. Yeah, and there's a couple on the desk as well, like where the TV is. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. all the beds had access to it. Yes. To a USB, which is obviously important. Yeah, they did a good job with that, I think. Did you try using Wi-Fi? I totally forgot to do it. I never do, but I know a lot of people do. Did you try it? Yeah, I did, and it worked perfectly fine. Um, it's How- the same as all the hotels, mm-hmm. the Disney hotels. So it's all the same name and same password. So once you do it at one hotel, it'll just work at all the Disney hotels. Oh, awesome. Password is uh, Mickey's birthday in numbers. (laughs) I mean, it's not hard to guess. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Easy peasy. Good to know, right? Yeah. The Wi-Fi is actually pretty good, too. Oh. Because I know some some hotels in Japan. Yes. The Wi-Fi will be so slow and terrible and frustrating. Ah. Especially like at nighttime when people are back in their rooms. Yes. I found when I was at the Toy Story Hotel, like in the evening, I found that the Wi-Fi was fine. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to upload videos and things like that without any issues. They paid for that gigabit internet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you. I... I so again I'm very particular when I travel I like to have everything put away I don't like things strewn about the room and I like to have things like hanging ready for the next day so like I always immediately like hang my clothes and I found that there was not enough hangers I know there's like four hangers for our family of three it just wasn't enough for us 
And the fact that there was no pants hanger was a little bit of an issue. And also for the drawer space, they're very small and they're occupied with, they're pretty much filled with the pajamas, like which takes up all the space. So I was able to put small things like stockings and like underclothes, but only very, very small things. And so it, like scrunching all the PJs aside, or I guess you could put the PJs on the bed, but it's like a really tiny drawer. So I really wish there was more clothing space, especially for Japan, where I think people tend to be pretty, you know, well-dressed, even going to the parks and like thinking about winter season when you have your winter coats and everything. I think it's kind of, I want closet space. <laughs> Although fair. the hangers are very, very cute. I understand the the room design. I, so here's the thing about the hotel. I love the design. I wish they would have thought about function a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe that's just us, you know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm not an expert in design, so I have no, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the design is great. I, I just want the function, you know? Yeah. And something that I was really worried about, I don't know if you were also worried about this, you know that that back road behind the theme parks is, we've talked about this before, like in our spooky episode, is notorious for like drifting and racing. Yeah. But a good, good thing to know, and uh, something that we experienced when we stayed, was that they've done a really, really strong crackdown, both for safety, because there was um, like different accidents that had been happening. And also, I, I'm assuming also because of the, the hotels, the hotels must have complained. And we there was very light traffic noise. We were so we were on the ocean side, like on the close to the corner. And it was fine there. And we were so worried looking out in the daytime because you could see the marks on the sideway by the ocean, sidewalk by the ocean where the motorcycles are like drifting. And um, we didn't hear any crazy traffic noises, which is really good. <laughs> The only thing I'm kind of concerned about, we talked about this before we recorded, actually. So we had a little bit of an incident. We, uh, at one point, the child was out, he was going to get his shoes, and I had just come out of the shower. My husband was working on his computer, he had, he had uh, work to do. And so he was typing, I had just pulled out my ebook, I was in the bed, and we get a knock at the door, and they're like, oh, there was a noise complaint. And we're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, but we weren't making any noise. Was it because we were talking earlier? And and so my husband went down later because he was really concerned because the child had just come back and he would need to take a shower. And it was like, I want to say 1030, maybe close to 11 o'clock at night. And so we were really worried that maybe it was the shower sound. And they said it wasn't a noise complaint. It wasn't a shower complaint. They said that someone was banging on the walls. And it was, we were definitely not banging on the walls. I like. I don't know what it could have been because it was the corner room and we were the only room next to it. So I don't know if sound travels weird. We did not hear any banging. We might have heard light knocking or light sounds coming from, you know, but very small. So I don't know what that was about. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Spooky. It's so, okay. So speaking of spooky, it's pro I don't believe in ghosts, but NK Hall was notorious for spooky haunted stories so maybe that top floor corner room might be haunted i don't know <laughs> but we were not banging on the walls i swear <laughs> we've never had a noise complaint before so we were really concerned and then the next day at checkout they called the manager and the manager apologized to us and uh they said they were sorry to bother us and we're like no it's fine we were just really worried <laughs> you know oh, so that is was was an interesting point but i found it fairly quiet and it's something that I, I listen for when we stay at hotels. And I've never had a, a noise problem at any of the Disney hotels. I thought I found it very quiet. Even the outside noise was very quiet. Unless you sleep with the window open and you're in the Miracosta and you're facing in the park and you hear them <laughs> doing but their... Then you want to hear it because you want to hear that park music. It's so delightful, right? Yeah, and they're, and they're doing their morning, you know, early morning rehearsals and you can hear stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's a pleasant noise. That's, that's I pleasant. find that a plus. <laughs> No, I, I was looking at the next thing here about the, the, the toiletries. 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 This is a very Spartan hotel, which is fine. I, br I bring my own shampoo anyway, um, like little minis. So it's not like a big deal. I don't like toiletries attached to the wall. I find it like a little bit off-putting, especially in a Disney hotel. Like at a business hotel, I don't mind. It's a business hotel. 
But like at a Disney hotel, I really, really dislike it. I find it a little icky looking, you know? Yeah, it feels tacky. Yes. I don't like that. No, or you're right. Or if you're right. going to do it, make it cute, you know? Not like a metal attachment. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, make it Legos or something. Like look like bricks or something. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't have minded that much if they would have themed it, maybe. It, it, it gets literally just like a plastic container that says Disney Hotels on it Attached or whatever. to the wall. Yeah, I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. But I actually like the bath area. Like you said in the earlier episode, that the, the bathroom is separated. That's always a plus. And I like the, I like that it's more Japanese style, actually. That you can remove the shower head. I found the water pressure was great. Another thing that I always worry about hotels, water pressure was nice and strong. And the bathtub I found like really teeny tiny, but also super cozy, which I kind of appreciated. You could kind of feel like a kid in the bathtub, right? So I don't know, maybe a lot of, it depends what country you're from if you take baths at hotels. But we tend we we do tend to take baths at hotels and downstairs at the convenience store they had lots of fun bath powders. We found like a Finnish citrus bath powder and it was really it was really fine. So the bathtub I found was 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 really cute and cozy and I liked the bath area a lot actually. Besides yeah, the I, attached I, I, the I, wall I, attachment, <laughs> minus that. Yeah, I do like that the bathtub like it's kind of rounded. Yeah, like, it's on, really on the cute. Edge. So it makes it like feel a little bit wider than it actually is. Yeah. I don't know nice. for tall people if it would be comfortable or not. But for me, it was really cozy. For me, it was fine. Like I'm almost six feet tall. Okay. But I, I don't expect a bathtub to be like, I'm not expecting to lie down in a bathtub. So it, it doesn't really bother me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for a hotel, a smaller bath is, I think, fine, you know? Yeah. I, if I want a big bath, I'm going to go to the onsen. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like the house, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's fine. Uh, beds. The beds were hard, Chris. <laughs> no, those hard. are not hard beds. <laughs> I've been on worse beds. beds. <laughs> there are beds that are hard, much harder than that. That is my ideal bed, honestly. That is the ideal Chris. firmness for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness, I love it. I was not comfortable in it. But if you like firm beds, that's your I hotel. Yeah. I slept like a baby. I think also for people that are used to like futon, like Japanese futon, it would be more comfortable because it's like that like level of firmness. So if you're used to that, it will be, I think, very cozy. You know, I'm used to a softer bed, so it was a little, little too firm for me, but it was all right. That's where we differ. <laughs> I mean, like you said, some people like prefer a firmer bed. So for those people, fantastic. You know, you'll fall asleep right away. Yeah, I'm definitely like I'm a I'm a side sleeper. So yeah. something firmer is nice. We had a really nice surprise in the morning. So we expected the wake up call, but then we saw the phone light blinking. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it okay? Is it a complaint? Did we make noise? And <laughs> it was a birthday, it was a birthday call. Oh. Yeah, so it was really, really wonderful. And we recorded it on our phones because it was just so freaking cute. And it was so delightful and a total surprise. And it was all the Toy Story characters. So the Toy Story characters will call you to wake you up, but they'll also call you if it's your birthday to leave a birthday message. Aww. Yes, so that was a really, really nice surprise. I wish I did the, the wake up call. I'll have to do it next time. Next time. Next time. And that's it. All the Disney hotels. But I like that it was Toy Story themed because I think at the other hotels, it's Mickey Mouse, you know, yeah. and friends that call you. it's like Mickey and Goofy, I think. Yeah. I think it's Mickey and Goofy, like it, between the two or something like that, if I remember mm -hmm. correctly. Okay, so one <laughs> last thing about the rooms. This is really important. Okay. So I for it. It's all like. Almost like you have it with the the stars and everything. Like, no, because you we actually to talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's that I, I, we actually. So we weren't a hundred percent sure if it was just the time that we called, but I. So we actually called the hotel back today just to confirm to find out whether it's the case or not. So what we found out was it was morning time. We were getting ready to go out, and my husband forgot a razor. There was no razors in the room. Usually, hotel mm -hmm. rooms have that. And he didn't bring his, and they do not bring toiletries up to the room. And so I wasn't sure if it was the morning time, but I'm like, well, you know, if you're taking like a bath at night, 
and then maybe you want more towels or something, or you need something brought up to the room. I, I wasn't sure if it was just the time that we called. Maybe they didn't have staff, but no, they don't bring those things up to the room. So if you need more towels or blankets, or uh, if you need a different pajama size, either smaller or larger, you should do that ahead of time because you have to go downstairs to pick it up. So I know some people like to use a lot of towels or some people, you know, you go, you find the Japanese size pajamas, maybe it's too small or maybe it's too big if you have little kids. And so, yeah, I think that's really, really important to know because you don't want to be in the shower and then realize you want more towels after you have your pajamas on, you know, for the other person or something or hand towels or things like that. So I just wanted to make a point that we mentioned that because we actually called to verify it. That's good because, you know, I never would have thought of that because... I don't know. I ration everything in my room. <laughs> like even if I'm staying with other people, it's like, okay, yeah, these are my towels. These are your towels. That is it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I get never, it. Yeah. yeah. I kind of the same. I'm like, okay, got this many towels. Okay. This is what we have to use. And cause I don't like to call down for things necessarily. So no. I'm like, it, I'm like, okay, this is fine. You use this, you know, if you're going to take multiple showers, that's your towel. Or if you want more, you call, you call down and get it, you know? So we did check also the room service. So, I mean, I think it's obvious from the toiletry thing, they don't have room service. The child, our child, uh, the teenager, I guess now, the first thing he asked when he got into the room was, let's order room service. And I'm like, there's no room service. So there's no room, there's no food room service either. So just be aware. Speaking of dining though. Yes, I want to hear what you thought. A stroke of fate, a stroke of fate. We could not get reservations, but I was in my room. I was in the hotel. I was like, I tweeted out a picture like, hey, Toy Story Hotel, we're here. We were setting up the Monopoly board. My friend messages me online and they're like, hey, where are you right now? And I'm like, oh, we're at the Toy Story Hotel. They're like, us too. And I'm like, what? And we had not seen them for years. Their daughter used to play with our son and actually would push him around in the baby carriage when we would go to the parks. And they would always take pictures together, go to events. They showed up in Disney Magazine at one point at like this trick-or-treat event that we went to in the city. And it was so, such a wonderful stroke of fate that we could see them. The kids could take pictures together and we could see the height differences and everything. It was just like a really wonderful, like chance encounter. So we got to talking and she's like, hey, I have a dinner reservation. Could you get in to the, the restaurant? I'm like, no, we... We tried, we could not get into anything, no breakfast, no dinner, nothing. And she's like, let me see if I could add you to the party. And she went and she talked to the cast member. The cast member is like, look, just this once, you can add them to your party, but really you're supposed to do it through the it, through the internet. And so we got into the restaurant, like oh, by pure good. chance. For dinner? For dinner. Right, okay. And I was really, really impressed. So a couple of things. I would compare the quality of the food to Ambassador Hotel, Chef Mickey, Chef Mickey's. Yeah. So pretty good quality. I mean, like slightly under Oceano and Sherwood, but Chef Mickey's is, is great, you know? And I would even maybe in some ways place the food slightly higher because it's specifically themed to that hotel, which I really, really appreciated. So for example, you go to get like the, the sliced vegetable with the banyakaga and it's cut into different Toy Story characters, like little green men, and it's so colorful. Or, for example, the tiramisu is strawberry tiramisu, right? Or, for example, the the melon, the disguised melon <laughs> bread. Okay, so we were talking about the melon bread, and I thought, oh, maybe it's the soft melon bread. It is not the soft melon bread. It is a puff pastry. Yeah, it's a pastry. Yeah. Yeah. With <laughs> a cookie. The melon. So what it what the melon bread part is that they have the that crisp cookie or biscuit dough, which covers the melon bread. Yeah, on the top or whatever. And I'm thinking, is this like super next level theming? Because like, okay, so I don't remember the movie that well. But was it Lotso like like a bad character mm -hmm. in disguise yes, he was. as like a good character, right? Yes. So he had many layers, like a puff pastry. 
Maybe he's right? saying he's melon bread, but he's a puff pastry. Yes, just like you yes. saying he's a good guy, but he's actually a bad guy. Yes, <gasps> his many layers. Oh. And the big melon melon bread pastry that's shaped like Lotso's head is delightful. It's super cute. But I also like that for people that maybe just want something small for their after dinner coffee, they had these small strips of the same melon bread pastry oh yeah they did which is fantastic for like your coffee time perfect size perfect size and one of the things that i loved maybe is something that we love too much for it doesn't equal like i don't know for us it brought the enjoyment level really high was the alien bread the little green men bread i think it was spinach bread Mm -hmm. but you can decorate it and re- we had way too much fun decorating it. It was so ridiculous. And I think that was, out of, out of like all the great food, I think that was like my favorite part of the buffet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that is fun. I don't think there is any other buffets at Tokyo Disney that you can do that. No, and, and I don't think there's any other buffets that are themed to that specific IP. Yeah, everything's, yeah, like Oceano's Oceano. It's like generally... Disney, right? Yeah. And Chef Mickey's is, the food is really not themed. Like there's some stuff that's shaped like Mickey and that's about it. Yeah. It's funny because like when you go to these buffets, there's always like a special like counter. So like either a special dessert that they're doing or like a sliced like roast beef or pork or something like that. And when we went, it was pork. And even like the sauce choice was themed. Like they had like barbecue and something else. And then they had strawberry sauce. And I'm like, oh, that's really a great idea. That's so fun. So we had a lot of fun at the buffet. The one thing, and I'm still, I don't think it was originally meant to be a buffet because the design of the buffet, like where you enter and exit and everything, and the way certain things are separated is really chaotic. And I don't think that was the original design. I think like the name, Lotso's Cafe, it was originally meant to be a cafe. What do you think? Because you did the breakfast um, buffet. Yeah. Now that you say that, I kind of think, yeah, that maybe that was the original intention. Because yeah, a lot like cafe, obviously, right? The name cafe. Right? Right. Like, why would they put it? Why would they call it a cafe if it's a buffet? Right? Why don't you just call it Lotso's Garden and just leave it at that? Like, why did you have to add cafe to it? Right? Yeah. And pro tip, I learned from my friend. This, This friend is like the Disney master. She's like, get into the line early. And I'm like, okay, we're getting in line early. And I'm like, I don't know why, but let's do it. And we got there and she's like, okay, go take, once we got in, she's like, go take pictures. Because like, there's like a time between when you're seated and when it's officially open. So if you go early, you can take pictures of everything untouched. Mm. So if you want those yeah, sweet, sweet hard. Disney photos. It's hard to get some of that food, like, especially like the theme food. That's yes. like, you know, the, the overall, like there's a pattern on it. And of course, once people start digging into it, uh-huh. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You kind of have to wait and like time it for them to bring out a new one, right? Yeah. But so then like get... immediately someone else is like digging into it. Yeah. Yeah. Get in line early and boom, you got all those pictures of everything perfectly placed. <laughs> Another thing to note, I forgot to actually put this in my notes. Unlike the other Disney buffets, they do not take your tray automatically. You have to bring your tray up. So we went, we left the tray, we went and we brought more food. And then there was, it was still there. We're like, no, what do we do? And so there's a place where you can bring your tray. So you do need to bring your trays back. They do not pick it up for you. Or maybe it's a COVID thing. I'm not 100% sure. But they also had, when you would bring up the tray, you could get like stickers, like a Lotso sticker. Like, do you mean your trays or your plates? Your, tr- your trays and plates and everything. See, they took my plates. What? They didn't take yeah. ours. They took mine, yeah. What? Okay, maybe. So I wonder why they didn't take yours. I wonder too, yeah. But no, everybody was bringing theirs up, so. They definitely took my plates. Maybe breakfast is different. Maybe. Man, now I'm curious. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. That's very weird. <laughs> and anything else? Um, I think that's it. There was a lot of uh, like themed food, like either the... The roll cake was in the shape of like a cow with like little cowboy hats on it. And they had like a Bo Peep 
design on the cake and things like that. So like just like uh, your typically Disney themed food, but specifically to Toy Story. And I still think I would like another dining option because if we hadn't been able to get into the restaurant, we would have been kind of out of luck. I mean, even like a small little like temporary counter where you can just pick up a coffee and some bread would be fine, you know? Or what you could even do, like I know it's really popular around the city now, or like food trucks, do like a a toy, a mini, a little tiny Toy Story themed food truck and have that parked outside the hotel during the morning and the evening hours so you can just pick something up. I think that would be an easy solution, you know? But I, I really need another dining option, like a, an easy dining option, if you can't get a reservation, personally. Yeah, because you know what? A convenience store meal just doesn't... I don't yeah, know. I, I, I don't, I really don't go to Disney a for a, a convenience store meal. You know what I mean? And I don't, and especially I think other people that come from other parts of Japan, they don't want that either. You know? So I think that's kind of like a big thing. There's that lounge. Is it, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not a JCB lounge, some other kind of lounge, like a credit card lounge or something. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? I did not. It's right, it's, it, it, it's attached to the cafe. Okay. It's behind where the the kiosks are, or like the the machines that you pay for the the buffet. Mm-hmm. There's another room there. Oh, so I'm like, why? Like that could have easily been a cafe, like an actual cafe, right? Yeah. Or like a takeaway thing where you know, if you want something from the buffet, you know, they offer the same thing from the buffet, but you can just buy it like by itself a la carte. That's what I like want, that. like something like, or like a, a, yeah, just something that you can go take up to your room if you, or after the parks, you've had a busy day at the parks and you just want to pick something easy and small up. I, I really, out of a, out of a moderate Disney hotel, I need that option. Yeah. I think that was a miss on their part. I don't always want a buffet. I really don't. No. And, and the buffet was delightful. You know, yeah, I, like it exceeded my expectations. I did not expect it to be that good, to be honest. And it was great. I thought the breakfast for sh- for sh- not Chef Mickey for this it was better than Chef Mickey's, and I've done Chef Mickey's recently nice. for breakfast, and I was very disappointed with it. Oh, the quality has really gone down with Chef Mickey. No, that's so sad to hear. Yeah, so I'd prefer to do the Toy Story buffet. I think theming it specifically to that that story, those characters, really elevates it. You know. Yeah, and it helps. I, I, I thought that was great. Uh, what else? Shopping. Shopping. Easy, straightforward. You do your reservation. We did the reservation right away, so I don't know how easy it is. I, I imagine it's pretty easy to get reservations. We took your advice. We uh, made sure to make our appointment after our check-in time. So that's really important to do. And yeah, it's super easy. Some really, really popular items were sold out, but most everything else was in stock, I found. The only thing I would make a note of, and I think this is mainly for people that are like domestic, like living here, that are domestic tourists, is for the the confectionery, like the omiyage, like to bring back to like the food, the food items to bring back to like friends and family. Those are not unique to the hotel. I think everything else in the store was like every single item. So, which is amazing. That's like when I'm like when I go to a Disney hotel. That's one of the things that I look for. I want merchandise themed to that hotel. Whether it's Aulani or the Polynesian or anywhere, you know, I want something that says that hotel name, whether it's like, you know, a little hand towel or, or whatever. And this does that in spades, which I thought was fantastic. But be careful with the omiyage because you can get that in the parks. So if you're wanting something exclusive to the hotel, you can get those in the parks as well, which is not going to be a big deal later, actually, because I am fairly sure the store, they're eventually going to open it up that you don't have to make a reservation to go in once like restrictions loosen up even more. But for like us, it was like a big deal because we were like, okay, do we have everything? Do we have like the souvenirs for so-and-so? Do we look at everything? Do we miss something? I was really stressing out because we wouldn't be able to come back inside the store. So that was a little bit stressful, but I know that's not going to be the case going forward. So it's not going to be an issue at all in the future. I'm like 99.9% sure about that. The store is cute, easy shopping. There's a limit on goods, but I think that's good because you don't need 10 of an item. (laughs) You know what I mean? No. We got everything that we wanted. So, I mean, there was like, like the, I think the block bag, the really popular block bag was sold out. 
that oh, really? is fine. Yeah, yeah. It had been sold out for a while. I heard like oh, a few really? weeks now. So yeah, but super oh, I'm glad cute. I bought but, mine. <laughs> yeah, and I think the store will be open later, like open to the public later. So I think it's fine. But like, yeah, it's super cute. So I'm glad you could get it. And the merch design is really like everything is really cute. I mean, Tokyo Disney does cute. Very they do. Well. They always so. do good merch. So, yeah. Uh, last notes. If you're used to other Disney moderate hotels, this might not, in terms of function, meet your expectations. In terms of design, it meets it very well. It's it's lovely, but in terms of function, it's not what you find at other international moderate resorts. So keep that in mind. I I really cannot call this a moderate resort compared to the other Disney hotels. That's fair. Just in terms of function. But in design, it's lovely. And let's see, very compact. So easy to move around, which is a plus. Very cute, indoors and outdoors. Really great theme for kids and teens. You could see kids doing TikTok. You could see little kids jumping and playing. It's like a big Toy Story playground. And everybody was having a great time, all ages. And I would wait for late at night or early in the morning if you want to get those photos where it's completely empty. And what else? Oh, you can do laundry. I forgot to mention this earlier. You can do laundry at the hotel. I did not find out where it was. I had meant to do it and I totally forgot. It's probably super cute. I imagine, I imagine it's also themed, but I I totally forgot. Did you check the laundry area? I think it's down by the the restaurant, you know, that corner. Yeah. Because like where the me- the metals are and then there's like the shipping counter. There's a bunch of stuff in that area. I think that's where it is. Is it cute? Uh, I didn't go in. Okay. It's probably cute because everything else is themed, you know? That's another thing that I, def- I always forget to check is laundry because I'm never usually – I'm usually traveling either myself or with Mm -hmm. one other person and laundry is usually not a big deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I understand for some, like, especially if you're doing a long trip or you have kids, Mm -hmm. you're, you're going to want to do laundry. And yeah, I, I I get that. For sure. For sure. So they do it. That's good to know. And okay. The mystery tower. (laughs) So if you've seen pictures of the hotel, you notice there's a parking lot, there's a hotel and a mystery tower. We found out what the mystery tower is. What is it? Okay. So, <laughs> I want to know. Underneath the Toy Story Hotel is a massive boiler that services actually the surrounding hotels. Okay. So they have to have that tower there because even though Oriental Land Corporation owns the land, they don't run the boilers. So they couldn't take the boilers out. And also because those boilers are servicing the other hotels. So they had to work around those boilers, which is why they have that massive tower. I guess it's letting out the heat or steam or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not an engineer. If you're an engineer, you you probably already know. But like, yeah, that's what that's there for. It's it's not like some random decoration. It's like a mis- there's like a massive boiler under the hotel. And that's also why there's nothing under it, right? Like we thought it was because of the, like you and me were talking, we're like, oh, you know, in case of like an earthquake, it's on reclaimed land, probably it's like, but no, it's because there's a big boiler there. That's why. <laughs> that's weird. Never Isn't that so that. weird? And it's so weird that it's servicing the other hotels. I'm like, that's so interesting. <laughs> well, I guess like they like the NHK hall that was there wouldn't yeah. have needed the boiler and the other hotels did. So it's like, uh-huh. well, where do we put it? Oh, let's put it here. <laughs> and then just put a concert hall on top of it. We're good. You yeah. know, whenever they built that back in the 80s, 90s, whatever, whenever it was. That's kind of like super, super interesting. Like, trivia. <laughs> why is that tower there? Because <laughs> there's a boiler. Every time I think of a boiler room, I think of like a Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or like The Shining or something, right? Yeah. 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 Like completely, <laughs> completely unrelated to Toy Story or anything Disney. Oh. Very not family oriented (laughs) (laughs) yeah but cute hotel i recommend it especially to people with little kids or with teens that love the the social the social media that love tiktok and everything for adults that are kids at heart we prefer something like the miracosta but definitely would recommend to people that want to just stay for a short-term stay just have fun be a toy you know or live in the world of toys yeah i agree Well, I'm glad that we were able to get your opinion on it as well. That's always really good. 
I mean, and we want to hear your opinion. If you if you stay there, if you're either living here or if you come from overseas, let us know what you think because everybody is a different experience, right? Everybody tours and they travel a different way. And some things that we didn't think about at all, who knows, you guys might experience it. And if you do, let us know because we can't catch everything, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, before we go, we're going to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on Patreon. And remember, if you want to support us on Patreon, just head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Link is in the show notes as well. Oh, and also, too, we have links to the review for the hotel, the videos and stuff all on the website in the show notes. I said that completely wrong, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl. Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, Marina, and Anais. I'm always going to mess that up. <laughs> and thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Marie, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Sonia. Remember to rate and review us, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. And yeah, you can find everything on our website, tdrxport.com. I'm Chris, one of the chief content editors for TDR Explore. And I want to head back to the Toy Story Hotel because I want to do dinner. And I want to try that green alien bread. Because I didn't get to do that. Because they don't have it for breakfast. It's only for dinner. I wonder if they're going to add it. Who knows? And of course, the wonderful Patricia. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gulping down iced coffee. I'm wearing my fluffy Toy Story Hotel socks. And you guys, I hope you, I know the country's opening up. I hope if you're overseas, you get to visit soon and uh, keep exploring wherever you are. Have fun. Our explorers will see you in the next, I was gonna say video, but next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.